0: I'm Jr. And I'm Stacy. And this is Sparrow's Under Review. At this time right now, we have King Germ from Pod Saving My Marriage on our little bit we're doing with him for a quick little ad that we're going to throw in our show for him. So, King Germ, please tell us real quick about your new show. Uh, thank you, Jr., for calling me. Uh, well, as far as my new show, it's kind of same as the old show. If you're not familiar with the old show, it, it was previously known as a ProCast, but we did some rebranding, and now we're showing people how Pride and saved Our Marriage. It's basically, think of all your TV couples. Uh, that's what you have with me and my wife. We don't always agree. We disagree most of the time, but that's where the magic comes from. Um, you can catch us every Friday um, on all DSPs, And hopefully you will come and listen and get entertained by us so we can show y'all how we are saving our marriage with podcasting.
1: Ouch! Get it off the thingy. Just
0: keep my phone on my leg so I don't hear that doom, doom, doom.
1: All right, so Ant Man and the Wasp, Quantum Manium.
0: Yeah, you ain't recording yet.
1: Yeah, I am. No, you're not. Bet. We're 35 seconds in.
0: Damn, this shit gonna be edited like hell. <laughs> All right, I'm Jr.
1: And I'm Stacy.
0: And this is Sparrow's under review. I don't know what that was about. I just felt like <laughs> I felt like I felt like Michael Jackson. I was like, Shimon. And we don't know what the other sounds he makes. I swear he says Naomi when he's making some noise. He's like, Naomi. But he may not even say that. I might. He might be saying homie or the <laughs> homie. But anyway, Moonwalker and Michael Jackson for another day.
1: So, spoiler, um, before we get started, we do have these new new arms set up here. So, if you hear us and you hit, you hear a ding in the background, we would just knocked our hand off of the arm. So, just please ignore it for a second. And I'll try
0: to clean it up as much as I
1: can. Right. Right. Hopefully you won't hear anything, and this will be unneeded.
0: All right, and I deliver a lot of monologues and stuff, but this is Marvel, so I'll have to give a monologue on this real quick. Whew. This phase of Marvel movies we've been in.
1: <laughs> we are in a rut.
0: Yeah. I don't cuss very much, but these motherfucking movies, like, we haven't finished *Wakanda* forever. <laughs> now, we're, we do a family affair with Marvel movies. We generally will watch them with... You know, her daddy likes them sometimes. He's a DC guy on the low hill. He right. really is a DC guy. He just Awkward fakes man. it. He fakes it with us to, to have something to do with us when we watch movies. So here it goes. We watched Wukanda forever. And then we stopped. Ant Man is not my favorite in Marvel.
1: Hmm. Okay.
0: I I truly, genuinely will say this is I'm not a hater or nothing, but why three movies? Like, because Thor got a bunch of movies? Because
1: they're trying to tie in the multiverse, and they couldn't do that in the first two movies? I was confused a lot with this movie. Um, I don't know if that's just because I don't remember a whole bunch of Marvel movies, because it is a lot of information. There are a lot of movies, and, you know, it's not something I grew up on, so it's not etched in my brain.
0: No, me, I'm a comic book buff, so I know all this stuff. You know, I know generalizations on these guys. And I know about the East Coast and West Coast Avengers. Right. And I know about Ant-Man and the different iterations of Ant-Man. From Hank Pym to the guy that's uh, playing him now. Which we'll call Paul Rudd. You know, he's his character. So, here's the tell of the tape and here's my story. We've been through a long time with the pandemic and watching Marvel movies. It all started between Black Widow... Uh, Shang-Chi, or I forgot the name of that movie. Actually, it was The Eternals. Mm. The Eternals.
1: Yeah, that was a rough one.
0: That was probably the roughest Marvel movie I'd seen, besides the second Incredible Hulk that came out.
1: Right. And with this
0: Ant-Man, I didn't go in with much anticipation, because we had had a foul-up with Wukanda Forever, which we will go back and watch. Might even watch it tonight, Forgot time. And... Going into this, I just casually turned it on um, yesterday evening. I laid down. I was like, I'm going to watch Ant-Man. I have nothing in life to do tonight. I'm not playing a video game. I've been played it too much. I <laughs> wasn't doing anything with any of the podcasts that we have. So I was like, I'll sit at home, sit at home and watch this movie. So I turn it on, on our TV. And Stacy's off doing something else. And then Stacey comes in. Sits down like normal. This movie, though. I noticed, did not catch her attention because she was on her phone.
1: I paid attention. Like, I... Oops, sorry. I thought it had... I don't want to say it was good, but it wasn't awful. It was one of those movies where I feel like I'm going to have to watch it again. Not that I necessarily want to watch it again. But I have to watch it again because I know I missed Mm -hmm. something. And I didn't understand something that was going on.
0: I can go with that. Now,
1: I, I think the acting was good in it. I'm not going to take away from the acting. Um, but generally, I'm just kind of like. Eh.
0: Now, I'm going to tie you guys into something that is my pet peeve with Marvel. And it may be your pet peeve with Marvel. And if you um, want to go into detail further, we're going to be releasing another Marvel Y Part 2 episode at some point on one of the other podcasts or either on this podcast. So here's the deal. If you do not watch the Marvel television shows now, along with the movies, you are lost. Because you're not going to know what's going on, and you're going to ask a lot of questions, and you're going to be 100% confused.
1: Right. And it's a lot of information if you try to start from the beginning to catch up. 31 movies. Yeah. And then not to... That's not even counting all of the series.
0: Yeah, all the series. And then sometimes if you want real knowledge, and I say this real knowledge, you have to actually go back and watch some of the animated cartoons too, because they they tell the comic book story to a T.
1: Right, like the whole multiverse stuff that you watched, and I'm just like, I don't want to watch that. That's not going to tie into anything. But you were saying it tied into this movie a little bit, right? Right.
0: Everything has a point. So, the first thing that I want to talk about first is this. King the Conqueror, that is the villain in this movie, if you watch Loki for any iteration. This tells you the story of who he was in that, that TV show. If you have not watched the TV show and you're not familiar with the comic books, King the Conqueror in this whole movie, throughout it, means nothing to you. He, you just think he's another villain. Right. If you know who he is and if you don't, here's a quick spoiler. King the Conqueror flips through time. There's multiple versions of him. He's a stronger villain than Thanos.
1: Now, is that personal opinion, or is that well-known? That's
0: well-known. Okay. I just had to throw that in there, you know. And even if you don't know, you figure this out through the movie, because at the very end, this movie tells you a lot about Kang the Conqueror. And that's where the movie got disheartening for me. Because Mm -hmm. me knowing the character, and playing out all this time I've spent inside the Marvel Cinematic Universe, Kang the Conqueror could have been out there a long time ago, and... None of this... He could have stopped the whole Thanos thing because he bends time, flips time, and goes through multi... He
1: was... But why would he want to stop another villain? True. But my my thing is, how could... Or why did it take so long for all these Avengers to defeat Thanos? But it was a quick snap of your fingers. It made it feel like they were able to... I don't wanna say defeat him because I don't we don't know that they really defeated him. But in a sense, you know, ant Man and Wasp and Daughter defeated Kang? Yes. Is that King what is King? King? King of the Conqueror? Yeah.
0: So not going into too much detail, like I always say. The movie is something that I'll tell anybody that's a that's a superhero Marvel Buff, thirty one movies in, go see the movie. Mm-hmm. Because it's going to explain a story that you don't know.
1: Right. And I, I think if you're a follower, you're definitely, definitely throw it in your mix because you're going to miss something for another show.
0: Um, But just like with the fanfare around these movies, I wouldn't have wasted my time going to a movie theater to see this. I didn't waste my time. Right. Because when it came out, I was kind of hyped. I was like, oh, let's go see Ant-Man. Then I said no.
1: Right. It was one of the ones where I'm just like, eh, I don't really want to go.
0: Right, and by the time it was in theaters to the time now, it's already on digital download. You can watch this digitally. You're not going to watch it on AMA, I mean, on uh, Disney Plus. So get that out your hand. It'll be there probably in June or so. Um, so going into the story, you hear about Hank Pym, which is played by Michael Douglas. You hear about Michelle Pfeiffer's character, which has a situation with Bill Murray. Um, and Bill Murray and her, you hear a little innuendo, so you're kinda like, Wow, what's going on with her? So Michelle Piper's story in this and I'm sorry that I don't remember her character, we found Janet. out that she was a bad person. She was out here Janet. Janet. Janet was out here doing her thing over the thirty years that she was stuck in the in the, the quantum verse.
1: Right. It made me feel like, um what's his name? Bill Murray. Yeah, what's his character's name?
0: Oh, I forgot his character's name. What is his character's name? Hold on, I'll have it in just a second.
1: Um. Anyways, I feel like, I don't know that they had anything going on. Maybe he was just the type of guy that is very... Um, Lord. Cry Lord. Oh, okay. Maybe that's just his personality. Like, you know how some people talk and it's always an innuendo yes. when they speak and there's nothing going on? I feel like that. that's what I got more out of his character. Okay. But, I I mean, I paid attention enough to know what was going on. We were excited when we seen MODOK.
0: Yes. Oh, wow. Now, I'll say this real quick. Everybody knows that I'm a fan of MODOK. Like, Mm -hmm. I actually, I've been looking to go get a Marvel Legends toy of him when it goes on sale. (laughs) And I watched his limited series that was on Hulu. Yep. And you watched it with me, so you
1: learned. I sat there with you and tried to pay attention.
0: Right. So, you kind of got a drift of what he's supposed to look like. Yeah. When we seen Modoc, now Modoc was funny in this movie.
1: That's, I will say that mm-hmm. that is comic relief, no doubt. It there was, was a lot of that in this movie. It,
0: yeah, it was a, yeah, and that's the thing I'll say about Paul yeah. Rudd. he's a good comedian. Um, it's a big head with some baby legs and baby arms.
1: Right, but that, that's what I expected. When I, <laughs> when I seen Modoc, that is completely what I expected. You weren't that impressed with it. Like, I feel like you thought he was going to be more cartoony.
0: Right, I wanted him to be more computer like, oh, yeah. and it was like a real dude Ted. Yeah, and they even showed his little body when they put him in the thing when right. King made him. Um, so I'll say that part of the movie definitely check it out and see Modoc because Modoc plays a part in this, and I will say he grew on me after I seen it. Yeah,
1: because
0: at first I was like, "What the fuck?"
1: Right, I enjoyed his character.
0: Yeah, Modoc was a comic relief. Uh, so was the daughter Cassie. Yeah. she moved around. Well, she was a little sympathetic to certain things, but she moved around good in um, Hank Pym with the Mm
1: -hmm. ants yeah that that was i think that um like as an overall whole it's hard to like support the movie type thing it's like kind of like okay it's it's whatever as a whole but when you stop and you remember those little funny things it's like okay yeah that's what happens and you get a little excited about that little part and I think that's what draws me in to be interested in maybe going back and watching it again. Okay.
0: And the character development for every character was great except Wasp. Wasp mm-hmm. was a waste of hot air in this movie.
1: Yeah. And, the, okay. So, I don't know if you know. And if anybody out there is listening, please educate me. Because I don't, I don't know the Marvel Universe. So, Ant-Man can grow and shrink. Can wasp only shrink? Why can't she grow?
0: That's I, that's a hard one. I don't really know because it's like Ant Man. He got big, right? He got small, and then the daughter. I forgot what her character got small and big. She
1: at first she only got small, right? Because I feel like they at the end they had spoiler alert. Um, they had she had that little disc that she did something and she got real big. And I the way that I perceived it. Was that um, that was the first time she ever got any type of largeness to her?
0: Okay, and I can I can run with that.
1: So, like I said, if anybody out there knows why it's that way, or if that's just how wasps wasps, why her character was built like that, <laughs> please let me know. Because in all honesty, I have no idea.
0: And, and the thing was, there was zero character development or build up for her. She was just <laughs> arguing with her mom, like.
1: But that's expected in the third. <laughs> set of the movie. Like, I don't expect... Like, if... We're on... Let me use this as an example. We're on the third movie in Twilight. I don't expect to see that type of thing out of these characters because their personalities and stuff like that are already developed. Okay. Cause didn't they have the second movie of theirs was Ant Man and Wasp and they kind of developed her character there,
0: mm, slightly. Oh, okay. So so here here's my hangups, and yeah. here's, here's my argument. Back to that. This and, movie
1: and it's all out of curiosity. Right. I'm just trying to right. And know.
0: and I'm just throwing this out there so that it can We right. can all you can all relate to me. I hope. All right. So this movie is based on the problems that her mother created in the quantum verse. Right. Then, at the very beginning of this movie, we we get shrouded with secrecy because she was real quick trying to stop Cassie from doing whatever she was doing that mm-hmm. got him sucked into the, the quantum verse. So, I was like, Wasp was it there in this movie. And she had a little ad-libs here and there. She threw little jabs at her mom. Different mm-hmm. little things trying to figure out what was going on. But, we didn't get any closure. Because, you know, that, that time that they were apart from each other, she went a long time without her mom. Right. And she was just there with her dad, Hank Pym, and, you know...
1: And I think that's kind of where I'm lost. I don't remember her mom coming back.
0: Then that means you haven't seen the second movie the whole way through. Okay. So that may just be a rewatch that we yeah. need to do. Okay. And if you do that, it'll tie in and you'll understand more why I feel the way I do. Okay. Like, there's there. We didn't get the conflict resolved between them two. Okay. All you did was find out more about Janet's passion. It was basically this movie was like, hey, let's tell Janet's story and where her foul up or excuse my language, her fuck up was and trying to and helping King. Okay. And she did help him.
1: Right. Because you got to remember, I missed the first 10, 15 minutes of the movie. Um, I didn't come in until they were already in the other Oh, all right. So yeah, you, missed the, you missed the movie. basically. Okay. Yeah.
0: Yeah, first 10 minutes sold the movie. Okay. And then... Because the, the somebody
1: didn't tell me he was watching it. My fault. Maybe not. Maybe yours. Totally yours. But <laughs> the thing
0: is is that the movie had good action and stuff in it, but all it did was develop the next character that's supposed to carry on the villain part of the MCU.
1: Kind of like it was a filler movie. It was unnecessary, but it was d- a filler movie. Right. To establish your villain.
0: Right. Even though your villain was established as a man that we must not talk about on the Loki series. Right. And when you go back in at the very end, uh, in those reels that you get at the very end of the movie, you get a a connection to Loki. And then you get a full connection on that Kang is bigger than what we thought. Right. And once you get that, that's what Marvel does. They leave us uh, with a feeling that, hey, I might have to watch the next thing coming out. Even though the next thing coming out is the Marvels, which that's Captain Marvel, the little Marvel girl that's got the TV series, mm. and then the other Captain Marvel, okay, which is her friend.
1: So here's my take of the whole Marvel universe. I understand that they're hard movies to make. There's a lot of hard work and dedication that goes to into them and I'm not taking anything away when I make this statement so please if anybody related to Marvel is listening by chance please don't get offended I mean no disrespect by this comment I feel like the amount of time between the end of this movie and by the time that this movie is released is so large for your new people coming in it is hard to catch up because it is very difficult to want to rewatch something in order to allow it to tie into something else. It's it has like like you said, thirty, thirty one movies, something like that. And you have at least how many series? Like I know four of them and that's just the four I know. Um so it's not like the Twilight movies. You know, they they came out and there was only five of, four or five of them mm-hmm. four. my bad. whatever, however many they are, or even the Harry Potter movies. I could rewatch the first Harry Potter movie the night before the second one came out and it's still fresh in my mind and I'm going to be able to connect to two pieces. I can't do that with Marvel. And maybe that means I'm not a huge Marvel fan. I don't know. But in order to build your new audience coming in, you've got to to think about that. Like, maybe there's something that needs. Um, Maybe there's something out there already that has them tied together and it kind of gives you a cheat sheet. That, am I making any sense? You're making sense. Because, um,
0: but- like,
1: we can't sit down with my nephews and talk to them or convince them to be big old Marvel fans because they're not going to sit still long enough.
0: Right. The problem that I see with Marvel, as far as its development and keeps going, and it it was a problem before any of these movies came out back with the cartoons and stuff like that. Like you have to dedicate yourself to this. Right. Just like people dedicate themselves to Harry Potter. Right. To Twilight. Lord of the Rings, Aliens, right? So many different franchises. Titanic. We're not going to count Avatar because Avatar. Ain't, I'm not even going right. to talk like,
1: this. But my the difference in bet- between, like a Harry Potter, the Harry Potter universe and the Marvel universe. Harry Potter is is done, basically. You have eight movies based off of seven books. And it is very easily tied in. Marvel is a universe. Like, Harry Potter is a planet. Marvel's a universe. Right. And yeah. it, it's Sorry, guys. It's large. Yeah, it's ridiculous. And like I said, now, like,
0: it is too hard to get into because you have to watch movies. And it, before, you could just watch movies and be fine. Right. But if you don't tag along with the TV show, it's a waste of your time. Right. And I've gotten to the point with it where I know certain things I can watch with everybody mm-hmm. and it's certain Marvel stuff that I'm just going to sit back and watch on my own. Like when the thunderbolts comes out because it has the, the bad guy from black widow and it's the father. Mm-hmm. I can tie into a few of those characters on there and I know them and I know about the thunderbolts. So I'll watch that without you because right. you have zero tie into it. You, you watch it and be like, what is this?
1: Right? Like I have to ask you so many questions when it comes to these movies. And like I said, it's not to take anything away from Marvel because, you know, they do a very good job with what they do. It's just a lot of information to take in.
0: And, and just like, I'll say this for this episode because I don't know when it's exactly going to come out, but I'll say this. I want to skip Guardians of the Galaxy 3. Mm. Um, major points on it is that.
1: I'll probably convince them into watching it um, because I, I mean, want to.
0: I'll, I'll skip it. I'm not going to see it in the theaters or anything.
1: No, I mean, I don't. I honestly don't look forward or. Expect us to watch any Marvel movie in theaters. Yeah, so
0: I'm 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 sorry,
1: I don't have the attention span to sit there in a theater that long.
0: Right, because I'll be honest, I fell asleep during Endgame.
1: Right, (laughs) and and we can't take a bathroom break because we're gonna miss something.
0: Yeah, and that's the only thing about that. And to be honest with everybody about my feeling about the Marvel movies, I only watch them till the end. Because before we even watched Ant Man, I'm gonna give this this admission here. I watched the ending, of the credits. To see what was going to happen for the next movie. (laughs) I skipped. I didn't even watch a part of the movie. I just wanted to see the end. When I seen the two parts, I was like, wow. I'll watch this movie. I did that on Monday. Watched the show on. We watched it on Tuesday or Wednesday. Whatever it was. So, here's my rating. This movie is Dumpster Juice.
1: Hmm. Okay. I mean, see, I'm between Dumpster Juice and number three. Because I don't think it was completely trash. I think that it had its good parts in it. And I'm going to watch it again. But like I said, I feel like it's I have to watch it again. Not I want to watch it again.
0: Right. And for me, there was too much time between Ant-Man and Wasp to this movie. Mm -hmm. There were too many other movies that come in. And and I hate to do this. And I know people are going to get mad at me. But I find the Invent Movies to be better than anything that Marvel puts out. And I did not say Morbius, because we reviewed Morbius. Morbius is its own movie. It's not part of Marvel. It's part of the Spider-Verse. So, not talking about that. (laughs) And I will even say this. The Spider-Man with Doctor Strange movie. That was the last good Marvel movie
1: I've seen. Yeah, I I enjoy the Doctor Strange movies.
0: Yeah, the Doctor Strange one was the last one that was
1: good. I feel like... And I, I guess this is probably the way it is in the comic books. But I feel like you have... 10 different movies and 10 different characters and you're trying to shove them in my face all at one time. And it, that that's probably how the comic books are though. Right. Yeah. They're, so they're- I, I understand that, but that's not how my brain works. And I know not everything is for everybody. It's one of those situations that we talked about earlier on a different episode for your show. Yeah. Um. You can't create something that's going to be, that you think is going to be good for everybody. You want to create everything that might be good for somebody. Um, yeah,
0: and
1: I, 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 I explained that awful, so ex- sorry, but you get the gist.
0: Alright, so you, what do you rate this movie again?
1: I'm between Dumpster Juice and three. Three? Okay. I'm, I'm not at a three because I don't, like I said, I don't want to have to watch it again. I feel like I need to watch it again.
0: And, and, and I'm not saying it's a painful process to watch these movies, but when you give two and a half hours, these movies be like two hours and 40 minutes. And stuff. Right. That's a lot of time for me to be given. I'll only like to give an hour up or 45 minutes.
1: Right. And I have that bad attention span. So give, giving up that amount of time, I was like, I could be earning lives or money on my game.
0: Right. So on that note, I'm JR. And I'm Stacy. And this is Sparrows Under Review.